going to turn to Judges, chapter 13, verse 24, 25, and 16, 31. Praise the Lord. I'm going to read it out, Judges 13, 24, 25, 16, 31. And the woman bare a son and called his name Samson, and the child grew, and the Lord blessed him. And the Spirit of the Lord began to move him at times in the camp of Dan between Zorah and Eshtoal. 31. Then his brothers and his father's whole family went down to get him. They brought him back and buried him between Zorah and Eshtoal in the tomb of Manoah, his father. He had led Israel 20 years. Today's message is titled, Charisma Without Character. I remember standing on this podium and translating for my mentor and our late senior pastor, K.V. Korean, and the title that he used was Charisma Without Character. And uh, this, this morning, I used the same title, Charisma Without Character. Praise the Lord. As you read the Bible, you cannot but think how God, who is almighty, is involved in the intricate details of his children. Praise God. When the enemy thinks that he has ace up the sleeve, up his sleeve, and he moves one step, God makes multiple moves quite often without the knowledge of his children. God's children experience the provision, the providence, and the protection of God. Praise God. Even as the enemy, his plans bruise against the children of God, God is involved in planning and providing for the well-being of his children in every day and age. Even when we feel that things are not going as planned or things are going out of hand and our predictions, our forecast are bleak, God is a great planner. Praise the Lord. He is concerned of our well-being and he plans for his children's well-being. Praise the Lord. You read throughout the book of Judges that God's people, every time they forgot God and they sold themselves to sin, they, bound, they were bound and they were sold to slavery. But God was concerned about them. Each time they cried out, God will come out, come through for them. And so likewise, we see this particular portion starts with God of heaven making an announcement. Praise the Lord. Isn't it interesting to see that heaven made the announcement of Samson's birth? A couple that was eagerly waiting for a child, experiencing barrenness in their lives, God of heaven comes down and makes an announcement for them. And the announcement is such 
that it not only removes their barrenness, but it also removes the barrenness of the children of God. Praise the Lord. The solutions to our problems are that God comes through, when he comes through, the solutions to our problem does not simply suit our personal need because God has a bigger, wider scope of operation than you and I. When we are only concerned about ourselves, our well-being, our future, our blessing, when God plans for us, he goes beyond that. The blessing that you carry, the solution that you experience, the answer to your prayer would not only be an answer to your personal need, but God who operates on a wider scale, on a wider scope, praise the Lord, uses your blessing, your solution, your answer to prayer as an answer to a prayer for a whole lot of people. Praise the Lord. When God raises up a person, he or she is an answer to the need of that time. Praise the Lord. David in his generation did minister according to the counsel of God. David for his parents was just another son. But for day, but God, David was a solution for a generation. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You and I ought to understand that we cannot just confine our life to ourselves. We have to see things from God's perspective. Praise the Lord. Don't look at yourself in the mirror and write off a verdict saying, this is it. You and I ought to see ourselves as God sees us. Praise the Lord. Next time you stand before the mirror, you ask yourself, not what do you see in the mirror, but what does God see about you? Praise the Lord. That is going to boost you, give you the energy, the stamina, the drive that you need to press on with things in life. God has a greater plan for each and every one of our lives. Each and every one of us are unique and special in the sight of God. God's design for us is very unique. Unless and until we cooperate with his design for our lives, praise the Lord, we would live beneath the call, beneath the potential that God has called us out. Praise the Lord. When we understand what God has called us for, praise the Lord, that's when we rise up to the potential that God has for us. When we align ourselves to what God wants to do in us, for us, through us, we tend to rise into greater heights, fulfilling that which God plans for our lives. Praise the Lord. Heaven announced the coming of Samson. Praise the Lord. It is interesting to note that the Bible calls it the angel of the Lord. Wherever it's the angel of the Lord in the Old Testament, 
we have reminded the church it's theophany. It is the pre-incarnate Christ that appears with a message. Praise the Lord. So here we see the pre-incarnate Christ appearing to an average common peasant family, Manoah and his wife. Praise the Lord. To make an announcement. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That a son is going to be born to them. That will bring forth the deliverance in the life of God's people. But with the promise came also a great responsibility for his parents. Remember, privileges are good. Even as we experience the privileges, enjoy the privileges that God sends our way. With privileges comes tremendous responsibility. Praise the Lord. So if you think that you are privileged in any manner, remember, don't forget the responsibility that God is placing on your shoulder. Exceptional privileges comes with a greater expectation from the one who places privileges upon our lives. We cannot forget that. Anyone who experiences exceptional privileges in their lives ought not to forget that with those privileges comes a greater level of expectation from the Lord. Praise the Lord. So with a great privilege came a great expectation and responsibility, number one, to the parents of Samson. Praise the Lord. See, none of us grow overnight. Praise the Lord. We are the result of love and nurture of anyone and everyone that God places over us, starting with our parents. It is a tremendous responsibility of parents who, who extend their arms and receive a blessing of the bundle of life into their lives to nurture and care and to raise the children that is entrusted in their hands in the fear of the Lord. Praise God. With the blessing came tremendous responsibility of grooming and mentoring their child according to the clear instruction that was given to Samson's parents. Praise the Lord. Let me pause here and remind every parent here, praise God, you and I have a tremendous responsibility, praise God, to raise up our generation in the fear of the Lord. We live in a time when things are changing. Values are eroding. Praise God. The scriptural principles are overlooked. Where a generation is thumping their nose at God. Where generations are challenging the scriptural values. Praise the Lord. In such a generation, it is the responsibility of our parents, we us as parents, to make sure that we transmit the timeless truth of God's word 
into our children so that they in their generation will align themselves to the will of God and fulfill the plan and the purpose of God in their generation. We see that the parents carefully, praise the Lord, cultivated a lifestyle or an environment for Samson to grow, making sure that they place the values into him. Praise the Lord. But then we all grow and come to a place and stage in our lives when the ball is in our court. Praise the Lord. What does that mean? Well, we, there are times when we move out of the shadow of our parents, of our homes, when we become independent and able, praise God. That is part of growth and development. When that happens, do not forget God, godly principles, godly precepts, and we make sure that we abide by them. Praise the Lord. Privileges brings responsibility. Special privileges comes with greater responsibility and greater expectation. This man, Samson, as God had pronounced, he was supposed to be a Nazarite, praise the Lord, for his entire life. When we read the scripture, it talks about in Numbers chapter 6, who is a Nazarite and what is his responsibility, praise the Lord. A person who was a Nazarite had made an oath or a vow that he has taken, praise the Lord, for a period of time. Some for six months, some for one year. But as far as Samson was concerned, God said that he was supposed to be a Nazarite for his whole life, for his entire life. Meaning, Nazar in Hebrew means separated. Praise the Lord. He is separated one, not for a season, but for a whole lifetime. You and I as children of God, we are separated unto God, not for a season, not for a weekend, not for a long weekend, but we are separated unto God for a lifetime. Praise the Lord. That means the scripture governs our life and our lifestyle for a lifetime. Praise God. So as a Nazarite, Samson was supposed to abide by certain strict restrictions and rules in his lives. Praise the Lord. As God's special servant, he was supposed to carry, the one who was supposed to carry special duties for him, he was supposed to abide by special rules that God had for him. Praise the Lord. Which included that he was not allowed to touch grapes or the juice that comes out of it. Praise the Lord. He was not allowed to touch anything that was dead. He was not touch, allowed to touch his hair or his hair was supposed to grow. Praise God. We see that this was, this was certain rules that governed his life. And as he grew up, 
the Bible starts by saying that the spirit of the Lord began to move upon him. Samson's power came from God. All good gifts, all graces, all talents, all abilities, they flow from God's throne into our zone. Praise the Lord. As we move in greater grace and greater glory, we ought to always remember the source of all that we experience is from Him. Praise the Lord. So as the man of God started experiencing the power of the hope, the Holy Spirit upon him, he started to do extraordinary things that God had designed him to do. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So as he started to move in that extraordinary power, the people around them, praise the Lord, around him, started pondering, hey, what kind of strength is this? Can you imagine? Each time this guy, Samson, would go out and defeat the enemy, the enemy would scratch their heads and wonder, what is it that made this guy tick? Praise the Lord. What is it that's about him that is so different? Just think about it for a second. The secret of his strength was not in his arms, even though he used his arms, praise the Lord, to knock the enemy down, praise the Lord. It was not in his back, even though he lifted up the gates of a city and went up to the hill. It was not in his hair, even though his hair was thick and they weaved it, praise the Lord. The secret of his strength was the spirit of God that was upon him. Praise the Lord. You know, when you think about Samson, what comes through your mind? What is the picture that comes through your mind? When I was thinking about Samson with his extraordinary feet, what came to my mind was the Hulk. How many of you guys remember the Hulk? The Hulk? Yes? Yeah, that's what came to my mind, you know. The guy just coming out, extraordinary strength. You know, if Samson walked around with bulging biceps and triceps, and if he had a six-pack belly, and he carried himself the way Hulk would carry, you know he would stick out, and the Philistines would know what was the secret of his strength. But you know what? He, was, he does not look like the Hulk. I think he looked like Mr. Green. Praise the Lord. You know, Mr. Green was an average looking guy. Praise the Lord. Samson was an average looking guy. But the difference was when the spirit of God came upon him. Praise the Lord. He could do extraordinary things. Praise the Lord. Average people. Praise the Lord. Ordinary people, when they become, they, when they are an instrument in the hands of God, they become extraordinary. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When we yield our life to Him, to His design, praise the Lord, 
God makes us extraordinary according to his plan and purpose for our lives. Now, everybody is not called to be a Samson. Everybody is not called to be a Moses. Everybody is not called to be Peter the Great. Everybody is not called to be a Paul. But God has called you to be something unique and special. And when you yield yourself to him, praise the Lord, what God wants to do in and through you, can be accomplished by the power of the Holy Spirit that is in residence in each and every one of our lives. Each generation faces new challenges. You and I are a solution in the hands of God, praise the Lord, to the plague that is in, the, that is in each and every one of our lives, lifetime. Praise the Lord. You and I are a solution to the problem that God, that God releases from time to time so that people of God and people in general will experience deliverance from their predicaments in life. Joseph was a solution to a worldwide play, worldwide famine that occurred in his lifetime. Likewise, God has a, has a scope or a sphere that you and I have to operate in. Praise the Lord. Some people's sphere is wider than the other. But don't look at a wider sphere of someone and belittle yourself. Praise the Lord. You in the hands of God can usher grace, glory and deliverance in the lives of people that surround you. You will not, your success is not evaluated based on someone's mode of operation or sphere of operation your success by God will be determined by your operation faithfully in the sphere in the scope of where God has placed you therefore yield yourself to him praise the Lord you might look like Mr. Green now Praise the Lord. But let me tell you, when his power comes upon you, praise God, you are going to move with greater grace, greater glory, greater victory, greater power, because his power resides within you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now look at this man, Samson. God's solution to the problem that plagued in his Time. Praise the Lord. Unfortunately, we see that between the first words and the last words that we read, the first word says that the Spirit of God started stirring him and where he started to operate. Praise the Lord. The last word says where he started to operate, that's where he, he was buried. So when we look at these two words, and what is sandwiched in between? You will look at the rise and the fall. The rise and the decline of Samson. Praise the Lord. I want to draw your attention to the struggle that this man faced. So that you and I can learn from it. Every young man and young lady in the house today should pay careful attention to this. Number one. 
I want you to come with me. Samson had great power, but no purity. Praise the Lord. He operated in power. Power that was of the spirit. But he failed to maintain his purity. Praise the Lord. Anyone who's linked to God. Praise the Lord. God is holy. Praise the Lord. The spirit of God is holy spirit. Praise the Lord. Purity is important to God. When we move in power. Do not forget that God expects us to maintain purity. Praise the Lord. This is very important. Praise the Lord. Samson, even as he operated in power, he failed to maintain the purity that was expected of him. Every child of God was redeemed by the blood of Jesus, heaven, God expects us to live, live a pure life. Be he holy, for I am holy. Both in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. The New Testament goes one step farther. The New Testament says, abstain from all appearances of evil. Praise the Lord. In other words, the New Testament is one notch higher. Praise the Lord. Meaning, don't even give an appearance of evil. That's what God's word says. See, Samson had clear instructions from God, from his parents. It was handed down to him by his parents. Even as he operated in power... He compromised in the realms of purity. How did he do it? Praise the Lord. Number one, he started to go to forbidden places. Number two, he started to meet forbidden people. Number three, he started to indulge himself in forbidden practices. Praise the Lord. The decline was not an overnight decline. Praise the Lord. It was eventually. Praise the Lord. See, this is where we ought to be careful, folks. Praise the Lord. It is never overnight one falters and falls. Praise the Lord. It is, it is a slow, gradual process. Forbidden. Started visiting forbidden places. Number two. Started to meet forbidden people. Number three, started to indulge in forbidden practices. I believe the church is very much familiar with this character. So I'm not going to get into the details. But I want you to remember the principles that are presented here this morning. If you are not oriented with the life of Samson, I want you to go home and read Judges 13 to 16. And make yourself familiar with him. You will see how God used this man. How the power of God came upon him. And how he slowly, gradually compromised the values. And the word of God that was upon him. And slowly eroded into a stage 
where it was hard for him to come back. Forbidden place, he went down to Timnah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Forbidden people, he got himself entangled with three different people. Praise the Lord. Three different women. See, Samson was a he-man. Praise the Lord. With a she weaknesses. Praise the Lord. And a he-man with a she weakness. We as God's children should be aware of what our weakness is. Everyone's weakness is not a she weakness. Everyone's weakness is not a he weakness. Everyone has a weakness. Praise the Lord. We ought to be aware of our weakness. Praise the Lord. And have to pay closer attention and save God our lives from the weaknesses that we have. Praise the Lord. If you are a he and you have a she weakness, praise the Lord. I want to tell you, the she in your life should cover you. Praise the Lord. If you are a she and you have a he weakness, the he in your life should be your covering. Let me make it very plain and clear. Praise the Lord. A person who has a weakness, praise the Lord, with an opposite sex should safeguard their lives. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Should give careful attention to you. Just because someone got married, somebody just tied their knot, does not make them immune to the temptations and the weaknesses they had before. Many people get into marriage thinking that it is, it is a school of reforming themselves. Praise the Lord. You have to spend time with God and reckon with God. Repent and renounce from the failures of life. Praise God before you get into any kind of relationships. Praise the Lord. The spouse in your life should be a covering to you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Every wife in this house that's listening to me, you ought to be a covering to your husband. Praise the Lord. Every husband in this house ought to be a covering for their wives. Praise the Lord. We together are heirs of life. That's what the Bible says. In other words, God has put us together, not just simply to enjoy each other. God has also put us together so that we become a protection cordon for our life partner who is on the way to the destiny that is marked out for us. God has a destiny marked out for us. And in this journey, there are a lot of temptations and a lot of beckoning and call that the enemy might put on you. And your spouse, your life partner is given by God as a added cordon of protection so that together both of you will reach the goals in Christ Jesus. How many people have messed themselves and fallen so that they cannot reach the goal because, 
praise the Lord, the life partners were not there for each other. May God grant us the grace to be faithful life partners to our spouses. Praise the Lord. As far as this man was concerned, he had three women in his life. Praise the Lord. And each time you see they took advantage of him, especially number one and number three. Praise the Lord. Forbidden people. Praise the Lord. Forbidden place. He was in a wrong place. What was the wrong place? He was in the vineyard. Praise the Lord. He walked through the vineyard. And we see that a, that, that a lion approaches him. He takes care of it because the power of God was upon him. But then later on, he put his hands into the carcass of the lion that he had slain. What am I trying to show? The next thing that we see about him, that he was involved in a wild party. Praise the Lord. 14 Three. So what are we trying to say? We see slowly but steadily a decline in his commitment, in his conviction, in the values that he was supposed to hold. Praise the Lord. The third person in his life, Delilah. Praise the Lord. You know where she resided? She resided in the valley of Sorek. Praise the Lord. Valley of Sorek. Sorek means... Valley of choice wine. Praise the Lord. He started his journey by going through a vineyard in Timnah. Praise the Lord. And then we see that he settles for a woman, Delilah, in the valley of Sorek. Valley of choice town. Praise the Lord. When you keep on toying with sin, sin has a way of trapping anyone and everyone. So we see he operated in power, but he compromised purity. Praise the Lord. He had authority, but no accountability. Praise the Lord. Listen to this church. The man had a lot of power and authority, but he did not yield himself or he did not make himself accountable. What does that mean? Praise the Lord. See, we are under authority. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, we have our parents over us as figures of authority. We have God placed people over our lives as figures of authority. Praise the Lord. Every one of us are accountable to the authority that is placed about our lives. Everyone is accountable to God who is above everyone. Everyone is accountable to the scriptures that govern our lives. Praise the Lord. He had authority, but he did not give, uh, allow himself to be accountable. Praise the Lord. For anyone to be accountable, there needs to be humility in their lives. You cannot be held accountable unless you are willing to humble yourself. Praise the Lord. If there is no humility, you cannot become accountable to the authority that was placed upon your life. When Samson starts his decline, his parents tells him, listen, don't you have anyone else? But Samson simply override them by saying that she looks 
good to me. Praise the Lord. Living in a culture at that time where everyone did that which was pleasing in their sight. This slogan goes very well for him. Praise the Lord. Which is what? He said, praise the Lord. She looks good to me. Praise the Lord. She is pleasing to me. So that's all that mattered for him. Even though the word of God, the scripture forbid him from doing, praise the Lord, entering into such a relationship or indulging in a lifestyle that was not approved of God, we see that he just simply override the authority that God had placed upon his life. Praise the Lord. The next one I want to remind you is he exhibited, listen to this carefully, he exhibited a degree of dedication devoid of devotion. Listen. He exhibited a degree of dedication devoid of devotion. What does that mean? It means he was actively involved in service devoid of devotion. Praise the Lord. Listen, we can get involved in church. We can get involved in activities. We can get involved in spiritual exercises, yet have no devotion to him. Praise the Lord. You need, you, you, you watch Samson about Samson. It doesn't say that he offered a sacrifice or he was involved in anything with God. There are two mention of Samson praying, both the times when he was in hot water. Praise the Lord. The one prayer that Samson makes is, after his biggest victory over the Philistine, the Bible says he was thirsty, and he cried out to God, after giving me this great victory, should I fall in the hands of the uncircumcised Philistines and die of thirst? Praise the Lord. That's the first mention of him praying to God. The next mention of him praying to God is when he's bound and when he is, when he is a prisoner in the temple of Dagon. Praise the Lord. It's good to be involved in ministry. It's good to be indulging yourself, saturating yourself in the house of God, working here, there, all over. But let me ask you a question, church. How is your devotion? Praise the Lord. Do you spend time with God in prayer, in word of God, in meditation, in worship, in fellowship? Praise the Lord. Or you simply believe in doing the assignment that is given to you. Praise the Lord. As much as it is important that we fulfill the assignment that is given to us. Praise the Lord. We derive the grace. We derive the strength. We derive the power through our ongoing activity relationship with him. Praise the Lord. A life that is devoid of devotion is a life waiting to fall. Praise the Lord. So activate your time of devotion. Don't look at yourself and say, I am involved in so many things in the church. I might be okay. I'm telling you, you are a target to the enemy. Praise the Lord. Devoid of devotion. 
but a greater degree of dedication to the activities. As far as he was concerned, every opportunity that he got, he used it to bring the enemy down. Praise the Lord. But he has, was not able to maintain an ongoing relationship. Praise the Lord. We have to become people who learn from history. If we don't learn from history, we become history. Samson did not learn from history. His first experience with the forbidden person, praise the Lord, should have taught him something, but he did not learn. Praise the Lord. His second experience, his third experience, the three experience with the third person in his life that he got himself entangled. Each experience should have taught him something, but he ignored history. Praise the Lord. The Bible has a lot to say. Paul writing to the Corinthians, he has a chapter where he says, warning from history. Praise the Lord. We can be warned from our own life experience. We can be warned from, our, from life experiences of others. When we are loved, when we are warned from life experience from others, we have to make sure that we learn from history. Otherwise, we will become history. And that's what happened to Samson. Praise the Lord. We see that Delilah seduced him. Praise the Lord. Seduction is a subtle, is a subtle way of enemy taking over our lives. Samson slowly by steadily, he exposed himself into the hands of the enemy. Do you know what is one of the last scene with Delilah? He's sleeping lulled into sleep in the knees of Delilah. Men and women of God. God wants us to be on our knees of prayer. Praise the Lord. If we are not on our knees of prayer, we will be lulled into sleep and into a lethargic state in the knees of the world. Praise the Lord. Either you are lulled and lethargic in the knees of the world, indulging in the things of the world, or you should be on your knees in prayer. If you are not on your knees in prayer, if we have not cultivated a habit of being on our knees on prayer, we will be eventually sucked into the knees of the world where we will be lulled to sleep, where the enemy takes over our lives. Praise the Lord. Samson revealed the secret of his strength. Samson's hair itself had no mystical strength, but Samson was a Nazarite to God. And his long hair was simply an outward symbol of dedication to the Lord. This dedication is what enabled Samson to do great and mighty things. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Listen, as things unfold, we see Philistines took hold of him, blinded him, and put him in the temple of Dagon to grind for them. Praise the Lord. See, sadly, the man who lived according to the motto, I will do what is right in my own eyes, lost his eyesight. Praise the Lord. 
It's a sad ending. But thank God that God is a God of second chance. Praise the Lord. When you read about Samson, your heart will bleed. But when you read about God of second chance, your heart should fill of gratitude because it tells us that every one of us has a hope. Praise the Lord. No matter how far we are gone from him, no matter the world look at us and say, you have entered into a no return zone. You will never be able to come back. I want to tell you from Samson's life that God is a God of second chance. God is a God of nth chance. Praise God. Quite often, what keeps us from God coming to our aid is when we write ourselves off. Don't write yourself off. No matter how deep you have gone in sin, no matter how far you have gone from God, Samson's life reminds me that God is a God of second chance. You and I, if we were in God's place, which we never can be, we would never give Samson a second chance because Samson was privileged. Samson operated in a higher realm. Samson had what nobody else had. In his generation, he had what no one else had. Why should he be given a second chance? Praise God. That's when I look at God and I marvel at his grace because it tells me who God is. He is so gracious. Praise God. When we would not give a second chance, God gives second chance. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's not over till he says it's over. Praise the Lord. You know, there is a verse in that 16th chapter. However, as he was grinding in Dagon's temple, the Bible says, however, his hair started to grow. Such a beautiful picture. Praise the Lord. Slowly and steadily. Praise the Lord. Even as the man is grinding and is bound and is blinded. Praise the Lord. We see, praise God, the hair on his head started to grow. Praise the Lord. Meaning there is yet hope. Praise God. Yes, you know. The hair started to grow. It shows there is sign of hope. But never underestimate the sting of sin. Praise the Lord. The hair that grows shows there is hope. But it cannot avoid the pain that is involved. Samson's hair started to grow. But his sight was never restored. Praise the Lord. That is the consequence of sin. Praise the Lord. His hair started to grow and God gave him another round of power. Another infusion of power. But the sight, the physical sight that he lost, it was never restored to him. There is always a price tag to sin. Don't forget this. Young man, young lady, the elderly people, middle-aged, everyone, there is a price tag to sin. 
we cannot undermine it. Praise the Lord. God is a God of second chance. He gives second chance. But the pain that is involved in sin is a reality. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. As I was meditating on this word, and I was thinking, how would I conclude this? Praise the Lord. I want to conclude this by taking you to a particular chapter in the Bible. Praise the Lord. We know how the story ends. Samson was, they used him as a play person. They started making fun of him. But finally, he asked a lad to lead him to a pillar. And he made one last cry to the Lord. And we see that God using him one more time. Praise the Lord. And the curtain falls on his life and the story is done. Praise the Lord. That's what we would think. How would Samson fare in your book and in my book? Praise the Lord. We would look at it and we feel sorry that it has to end this way. How does God Look at this man. I want somebody to read for me. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 32 and 33. What more shall I say? After writing about all the heroes of faith in the hall of fame or the hall of faith. After writing about Enoch's walk of faith. After writing about Abraham's weight of faith. After writing about Joshua's war of faith. After writing about Sarah. After writing about men and women of God. Who are very famous for great things that they have done. The writer comes as he's making a conclusion. He sings, what more should I say? Hallelujah. Led by the Spirit of God. This is what he is saying. I want you to pay attention to this. Yes. I do not have time to talk about others, but yet is making mention of certain characters that the Holy Spirit is inspiring him to do. And as he is being done, he puts out a list of finally few more people. I want you to pay attention to that list. Yes. About Gideon, about Barak, pause about Samson. Praise the Lord. Samson is not confined simply to the Old Testament. God highlights him and brings him into that hall of faith. And says, he puts him down, Samson, so that you and I who live in the New Testament era, can look at Samson and say, you know, it's not over. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. God gives you a second chance. And he doesn't treat you as a second class citizen. Praise the Lord. He highlights about Samson and say, listen, Samson is worth talking about. Samson is worth noting about. Samson's life reminds us that there is a rise and there is a fall. But if there is a fall, God doesn't write you off. Praise God. Look what God is saying. Samson, 
what about him i have no time to write but there is so many other things to say read on please who through faith samson did not conquer kingdoms read on administer justice to a certain extent yes and gained what was promised do you think he gained what was promised to a certain extent yes he yes he did not shut the mouth of lion he tore a lion apart yes he who he did not quench the fury of the flame yes and escape the edge of the sword that's good enough if you were to ask me to attribute some of these things which one would you touch i would stop there and i'll say his weakness was turned to strength praise god you don't have to go down into history as a weak fallen failed person because you serve a god who is victorious even in that weakest moments of life if you would reach out to him the powerful arm of god is extended to give you strength even in weakness the bible talks about samson like this that in his death he defeated more philistines than in his lifetime praise god hallelujah what do you see i see an awesome god i see a gracious god i see a powerful god i see one who can never be beaten so what does that tell us praise the lord you and me as children of god hold fast to him praise the lord even as you experience power don't compromise on purity praise the lord even as we operate in authority be accountable to him and to everyone that god has placed over your lives praise god yes praise god yes learn from history learn from others history learn from your own history lest you become history praise god folks praise lord shall we yield ourselves to him one more time praise the lord look at yourself as god's gift to the world god wants to do something special and unique through your life if you yield yourself to him god can use you praise the lord god wants us to build our character we don't want to go down in the story as charisma without character praise the lord we want to go down in history as charisma with character praise the lord character that exhibits the grace and the glory of god charisma that exhibits the power of god praise god
Hallelujah. When everything is done, may God, praise God, testify about you that in life you pleased Him. And then whenever there is an end, you please them. Shall we look to the Lord in prayer? Amen. Father, we yield our lives to you this afternoon. Regardless of where we are, we pray that the word of God and the grace of God will reach out to each and every one of us. And if there is a new lease to life that is needed in anyone's life, if there is a return and a repentance that is needed in any one of our lives, I pray today now the Holy Spirit will work in them, Father. We thank you because you are a God of second chance. We thank you because you do not write us off. Praise God. Even when there are failures, you can rebuild life. But help us to understand that the pain of sin is real. Praise the Lord and help us to value and appreciate that which God has given so that we will live a life that is about reproach, Father. We yield our life to you. We pray that we will be instruments in the hands of God. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church said, Amen.